Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, folks? It's a pesky edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. It is I. I am here, the voice on the other end, the voice in your ear holes right now. It is Who Trans Superman. That's H-U-U-T-R-E-N Superman on the Twitterverse. You can also follow the podcast account at Jazz High Notes 2. And I'm very excited. I'm, uh, we're bringing on some guests here for a topic I've been wanting to talk to uh, about for a few months now. And it's been kind of hard finding um, some Minnesota Timberwolves to come on. But uh, we did it. Uh, these ladies are here. They uh, um, have started their own brand new uh, Timberwolves podcast. So you can go follow them. They are the hosts of the uh, the Boy Links. What's up, ladies? Hey, Hi. we got, we got <laughs> Anna and Angie here. Um, so uh, let's start real, real quick. Talk, talk about your podcast. Um, uh, we're I think you said you're recording episode four today. Um, so like you're you're brand you're you're baby bird. You're brand brand new uh, into the yeah, podcast world. Yeah, we are brand, brand new, and we're recording our fourth episode today, and it's our first game recap because the Wolves had their first preseason game today against the Mavs. The Mavericks. Uh, uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we just said that we crashed. The Wolves crashed. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. um, uh, And uh, to the delight of many Jazz fans who are hoping for the eventual demise of the Mavericks, because um, uh, that Luka Doncic character is somebody that they, uh, the Jazz fans, are are hoping comes the the Jazz way via trade at some point. So, um, <laughs> but that's uh, that's neither here nor there. We are here to talk about um, uh, Rudy Gobert. Um, but before we talk about Rudy Gobert, I do have to pay the bills here. Um, uh, football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source uh, for all your sports wagering info uh, with up to the minute stats, news scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals uh, from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real updates on statistics, news, and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and the Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so that's out of the way. So um, I invited you ladies on because, um, you know, it's it's been about 14, 15 months, um, uh, a little bit over a year, since uh, the Utah Jazz and Minnesota Timberwolves engaged in a trade that was league-altering and really... um, uh, it, it trade market defining um, uh, last year, uh, Rudy Gobert to the Timberwolves um, for for a haul of picks, um, uh, some some salary filler. It, it felt like at the time, as and and some throwing players, uh, some draft picks. I mean, it felt like a lot. Um, on your end, did on on your end as, as Timberwolves fans, how did that trade feel? Um. <laughs> <laughs> be honest go ahead at first yeah at first I feel like we were all just like one we were actually I, I don't know I this is Anna um I was kind of stoked because like the wolves don't historically haven't made like tons of huge moves and so it felt kind of exciting that we had made a big move. Yeah, made a big move that felt like they're looking to to do something big and maybe yeah. win because of Rudy's history as a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and... was excited too. Angie and I, you know, if you listen to our pod, you know how I feel about Rudy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, we haven't been like super kind to Rudy, I guess. From... <laughs> but 
but it was like when we when that news dropped it was exciting it was yeah. huge i felt like it like yeah it shook the league right. yeah Tim community was a buzz about it and mm-hmm. i think like so many different conversations happening and i mean rudy coming in as like two-time defensive player of the like we were stoked yeah like i i will have yeah. to say i'm, I'm i'll defend his honor three time defensive player yeah, three, time. yeah, <laughs> three times but um uh, yeah right right so um uh the, the trade um uh, for everybody who doesn't remember you know it was, it was Four first-round picks. A lot of people were saying five because they counted Walker Kessler, the 2022 pick, uh, the number 22 pick in the 2022 draft. You know, four first-round picks, Jared, uh, uh, Walker Kessler, uh, 2026 pick swap, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, Leandro Balmaro, Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley. Um, mm-hmm. And some of those players, like, uh, you know, at least Patrick Beverly, I, I know pro- probably is like a folk, folk hero in Minnesota. Um, you guys, I don't well, know if I you mean, guys... Go ahead. For me to come. We're at medium on Pat. Medium Bev. on Pat. Bev. Okay, medium. That, that, that's fair. I mean, again, this is I, I'm I'm not in that area. I don't know. I just oh, Pat Beverly totally. is one of these players that it seems like um, there are a few players in the league like like once you have him on their team, you're like okay, I, I can see why people like him or you know, hey, I'm glad we ha-. like I hate him. I hate playing against him, but man, I love having this guy on my team or something. So um, Patrick Beverly kind of feels like he fits that mold. Um, but was, was there anything in that hall that I just you know mentioned? Like again, four first round picks is a lot. Um, but again, yeah. this is for a, uh, a three-time defensive MVP, uh, a multi-time All-Star, multi-time All-NBA player. Um, um, yeah. Did that feel like a lot to give up um, uh, in in the moment? Yes, to me, Angie, it did. <laughs> Only because I felt like that like group of guys. I guess maybe minus Bulmaro because he didn't play a ton, but. I felt like they were our core Wolves team, and it was just, like, shocking a little bit to see us just get rid of them. Even if it was for somebody good, mm-hmm. it was still just, like, those are our main guys, and yeah. I I feel like they were, they were good together. And, like, and Vando specifically, Vando like, who I missed the most. Yeah. in terms of, like, a core group of guys and, like, vibe-wise on the team and just, like, ability to play well together and just energy, like, Vando was tough to lose yeah for mm. sure and see that's that's, uh, that's interesting because like here in in utah when the trade was announced um it was mostly the picks that people were like okay cool we got we got yeah. you know because the jazz had traded a lot of picks to get rid of my con or to get to get my conley um they didn't have a lot in the in the uh treasure chest uh, of picks but then they got four there uh walker kessler elandra balmaro former first round picks um and so the players were actually kind of secondary like vando was one that was kind of yeah. interesting um, you know, a guy that was drafted in the second round that played, but um, and Malik Beasley, another guy that like, okay, maybe, maybe if he plays pretty well off the bench, um, the Jazz can trade him again. Patrick Beverly was a guy that I think most Jazz fans were almost sure that he was, like, at least on this podcast, we thought he was moving on as soon as he got traded here. Like, I, like I don't, I don't think um, uh, any of us really thought that he was going to ever put on a Jazz jersey and play for the Jazz. So, um, so it's interesting yeah. that the players were more. Um, uh, people that um, uh, that you guys were not the draft picks, but um... well, I think like for us specifically, like, and we're not speaking for like all of I guess like the Wolves community here, mm-hmm. but just certain like, our, our opinions. Take, yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, the players are really tangible, right? Because like they're real people that mm-hmm. played on our. The draft picks are a little bit more obtuse because it's what it's very future focused, right? Like, what could we yeah. get? Like, we don't know yet, um, but. To that point, though, being future focused and really like seeing the Wolves team make a move as big as Rudy Gobert, like that certainly means that their eyes are on the prize in terms of like what our future could be here for the Minnesota Timberwolves. But um, but yeah, I think um, 
the players are tangible for us. So it was, and you know, Angie and I are certainly like big player. Like we, we love Vando. Yeah. Like he's great. And it's fun to see him get paid this summer with yep. the Lakers. So, um, yeah, that was just kind of a bummer, but yeah, certainly the picks, like we're not, it's not lost I, on us. The, yeah. I'm sure maybe in a few years I'll be eating my words when we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I was fine to also like let Walker Kessler go. I am. That's like the one thing that probably it was like at first, like, especially when he was doing so well, it was just kind of like, oh, he did like vinegar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I think things have cooled down since then. And yeah. even watching Rudy today, I'm like a little more hopeful. So yeah, but that's like what really kind of bit me at first was yeah. seeing Walker be so good so fast. Yeah, he definitely like came out of the gates like rumbling. Yeah. And I think for so many, yeah, so many of us, like well, since we were like a little bit salty about it, yeah. but I also was like, you know what? We've Let got go. yeah, we've got some talent on our team. We yeah, we're too worried. We've uh, yeah. Now we have we, we have Nas Re like yeah. please. And, and, the, and the Timberwolves like the re, I mean you know the reason that I feel like they made the trade like you you have two number one picks on your team you have you know you know, you have Cat you have Ant and mm-hmm. um, you know you had this you know you obviously had this core that won the play in a couple years ago you know we all remember Patrick Beverly on the table um, yeah. and so <laughs> it was like okay cool like I mean the Timberwolves who um, in, at least recent history. You know, not a lot of playoff success, not a lot of, you know, trips to the playoffs. So this is a big deal. And you, you, I think you want to capitalize. Like, the Jazz did it a few years ago. You know, the Mike Conley, Boyan moves. Like, they saw, hey, this is our chance to pounce. Get up there. You know, there, there's no mega teams in the NBA right now. You just have to be mm-hmm. in the top echelon. And, you know, going to get, again, you know, three-time defensive MVP, multiple, multiple full-time All-Star. This is a, a, a you know, if, if the name wasn't Rudy Gobert, I think a lot of people would have been like, yeah. oh, my God, like, look at the pedigree of the, of the, the guy they got. Uh, totally, and, and, uh, and you know, again, Walker Kessler was an unproven commodity at the point at that uh, uh, at the time. Again, like you said, the the uh, draft picks are not tangible until you make them until 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 you become something. So um, it's nothing, but you did get a, a lot of your core. But you did, you know, I, I want to say solidify because it felt like uh, you made that move because the Minnesota Timberwolves a couple years ago needed some interior defense. Is is, uh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, and that's then you know like you're, you're trying to match up Ant and Cat and try to find somebody who you, you'd want the ball out of those two two guys' hands. Rudy Gobert is not yeah. somebody that needs the ball on offense uh, to operate um, as efficiently as he does, right? So um, right. Uh, you know it, it's a it's a trade that now here we are a year later, and then you guys have already kind of given some of your thoughts here. But you know we're starting the 2023-2024 season. You, know, you saw Rudy and FIBA. You saw Rudy. Uh, you know, you got a pretty much a whole year of Rudy last year, uh, you know, with and without the drama. Um, and um, uh, you've seen, you know, in preseason and offseason. Um, so how do you guys feel about Rudy Go- How did you guys feel about Rudy Gobert before he was a Timberwolf? You know, I mean, yeah, in full transparency, I guess, like, I thought Rudy Gobert was so great, but, like, he also just, like, didn't take up a ton of space in my brain. Yeah, we know who he was because <laughs> yeah. of his defensive player of the year, all-NBA, like. One of the best. Yes, yeah. like, that's, you know, when he when you hear he's coming to your team, you're like, damn, we're getting Rudy Gobert. Yeah, like, huge. Like, like, an electric like defender like mm-hmm. it's hard to compare other people to him. Shots blocked yeah not a wink of sh- shit hitting yeah. the rim <laughs> so it was i don't know where i'm going with this well no, I mean, no, no, that, that's that's fair like i mean i think oh, I, I think not yeah. having a lot of thoughts about rudy gobert i mean it's, it does say a little bit about like kind of the nba and where we are but because you know rudy gobert 
um, is somebody that like when he's on your team, you think about him a lot now. You're like, okay, cool. Like what? Because I mean, you guys probably saw it in the, in the uh, preseason game today. Uh, you know, we have announced uh, our play-by-play announcer calls it the Gobert effect here, where you know yeah. when, when he's on the floor, you know, teams just totally. don't really, teams just kind of stay in the perimeter. They, they they don't try to drive in. They don't try to test that. So um, having him on the floor, it's, it's kind of like having a a great defensive cornerback. On the in a football field, like they just don't throw that way because they know that he's so good. Um, yeah, I think that's like such an interesting note is the Gobert effect. Like even last year, like Rudy's coming off now heading into this next season, 2023-2024. Rudy's coming off a 2022-23 season that was tough. But the Gobert effect certainly still remain true like we certainly saw his impact on the floor even when he wasn't necessarily playing super well to your point around um or to whomever's point who coined that little go bear effect um people just don't try to move the ball through him when he's out there on the floor and so um I I think that we definitely like saw that last year and Mm -hmm. I think this year we're really expecting him to kind of bounce back to some of that defensive prowess that he had previous to the Wolves. And um, today was kind of a fun little moment where we were seeing him like blocking shots and seeing him um, rebounding the ball, boxing out. Like I think last year there was just like almost, I don't want to say he like looked despondent, but I also don't want to say like he did. I think in a lot of games, he looked kind of like a little lost. A little, a little lost. lost. Yeah. And so it's exciting to see him with some of like that life back um in his eyes around like the game and playing the game and feeling excited to be on the floor. Yeah, and I think it's uh, interesting that I mean the Gober the Gobert effect is something that unless you've watched Rudy Gobert on your own team, you're just not going to get, you know? Oh. And um, it's just, again, it's, 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 a, it's a nothing burger in your head, you know? Like, he doesn't get the stats. He doesn't get all – he doesn't lead the league in blocks. He, you know, you, you don't see him – you know, you always see the Sports Center clips of Rudy Gobert getting cooked on the perimeter when uh, he gets put on an island. Um, we saw that. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, like, and so sometimes people have that, but until you actually experience it 82 games a year and, and everything, you're like, oh, okay – this actually makes a lot more sense why you want a Rudy Gobert on your team. And um, the, the struggles in his first year, makes, I mean, a lot of us in Utah, well, you know, a lot of us that were on the pod, guess and everything, we actually thought that the Timberwolves were going to be a lot better um, in yeah. year one. And not, not, now that we're a year removed from the trade, I'm like, you know what, it makes sense. You know, the the Timberwolves, again, traded their whole core. They traded, you know, five players um, uh, for, for one guy. And, that's going to disrupt chemistry, you know, also Cal Anthony Towns got hurt. It was just really hard to, you know, basketball's kind of a chemistry game anyway. Um, uh, you yeah. got to you gotta really develop with each other. So even though I thought, you know, for the most part, I thought that everybody got along, uh, you know, but mm-hmm. then we have the, the Kyle Anderson, Rudy Gobert fight, <laughs> fight in, in, in near the end of the season last year that kind of sticks out in the I mind. Think, but um, I think one of the, like, in terms of, like, Rudy Gobert and chemistry, like, D'Lo was, like, mean as hell to Rudy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like D'Lo is really difficult for Rudy to play with. We heard like, that, yeah. What what, what uh, was that about? Do you know? I mean, I think that like D'Angelo Russell is such a dynamic player, no doubt. Like there, he's great, right? Um, but it felt at least as an outsider, we're not on the team. We recognize no. <laughs> that. Um, but as an outsider looking in, it really felt like D'Angelo Russell would like this is an example. Just for example. 
D'Lo tosses the ball to Rudy, like makes a crazy pass, whips the ball at Rudy at his ankles. Rudy can't catch that ball. And then D'Lo is frustrated. And so I can understand, like, I can understand frustration there, but also it's like D'Lo. Yeah. Well, that's why I do think it is funny. Kyle Anderson and Rudy, like having that issue last year, because I really like the two of them together. I honestly think like Kyle is one of the best people for Rudy to be on the court with. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, Because like Kyle Kyle Anderson is sort of a, a guy that stays in front of his perimeter, you know, perimeter defense stays in front of the guy. So that's perfect. That's what you want to have when you have Rudy Gobert on the court. Like let Rudy take care of that paint area and then everybody else just take care of your guys on the, you know, don't let them get, don't let them beat you. Uh, and you should be good defensively. Um, and the, so with the D'Lo stuff, um, obviously the Wolves made another trade. Um, uh, they they brought in Mike Conley, uh, shipped out D'Lo. They brought in Nah, which I, it's, it's always when I listen to your podcast and I hear you guys say NAW, I'm like that's a that's a lot of letters. <laughs> and we always, we always just call him Nah here. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I brought in Mike Conley. I think that probably helps. I mean, Mike Conley had played with Rudy for a couple of years. Plus, Mike Conley yeah. is sort of a mature point guard himself. Um, so now, now we're here in a, a year later from, uh, uh, so it seems like you guys were pretty excited about the trade, uh, then, uh, how's your excitement level now compared to, uh, a year ago? Um, I mean, if you would have probably asked me yesterday before we had our preseason game yeah. today, my answer maybe would have been a little different. Um, I like have no problem saying that I want more out of Rudy than I saw last season. Yeah. Without a doubt. I was pretty disappointed. And with like a lot of his, just even like some of the fundamentals of, and I get that he was coming to a new team, a new like Mm -hmm. setup that's difficult, but I just was really expecting more out of him because he is so like revered as a defense. You say, you say say on the boilings all the time, you say he can't catch the ball. Can't catch the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Not and catch or hold on to the ball and it drove me bananas yeah um, no. uh, we have a host dragon squatch and and, and probably our other host my, my my two other co-hosts that was another big gripe they had when rudy gobert was on the team too so um it was like, it was like we <laughs> love rudy. So that's classic rudy yep. that's part of the Gobert effect okay <laughs> classic but um uh, yeah so today i mean seeing seeing it in action today um uh, gives you a little more excited because i get uh, rudy gobert sort of like an acquired taste right like the first time you ever had a beer or wine it was like i was like oh but then you know as you have like oh it's not too bad and uh rudy gobert sort of has that. i don't know if he'll ever be an all-star again uh there's a chance he can be a defensive player of the year again um it just that comes down to team success and uh, you know, the team hyping it up, like, or the reason. I certainly think, like, I definitely think Rudy Gobert could be an all-star again. And, like, specifically coming I... off of such a poor showing last season, yeah. I'm hopeful that we're in, like, revenge mode, Rudy. Um, I think last year, like, we've gone through some peaks and valleys with Rudy already, I feel like. Like, at the initial trade, excited, kind of stoked, mid-season, end of last season. Yeah we were in a valley left wanting more yeah needed more and then now I think coming into this next season I'm certainly feeling excited I feel like even at like media day like Rudy was talking about just things that he's been working on and what he's looking to get out of the season and I feel like um even that just seemed like a different energy than we got from him last year at media day like again, I kind of go back to that like despondent energy from him, like where throughout the season last year, he just like, wasn't feeling it. But this year, I feel like the whole team, even today, like just chemistry wise, vibe wise, it felt very 
much like we were in like we were comfortable yeah. with each other yeah and, and maybe like some, and sometimes we just don't think about the the athletes and the business side of you know like maybe he getting traded really threw him off oh, yeah, much yeah. earlier right we talked about that in our podcast um last year uh or last year last week um with Rudy and just the impact of his trade um, and just how that probably affected him um, having to go from a career that he knew very well to a totally new system and what what that impact was on him. And I, I think it was really far reaching um, just as a human person. Um, and so I think we agreed to give him more grace. Yeah, we're giving Rudy <laughs> some grace. on. <laughs> and that's uh, so um, obviously yeah. what, what's your bar for Rudy Gobert this year then? Um, uh, so last year, you know, obviously, like we, we just have said it a couple of times, like left wanting more. What is that more for you guys this year? Like, I mean, just after this first game and not just Rudy, but his impact on Cat, his impact on Ant. And, and the rest of the team, like, um, uh, what would be a successful Rudy Gobert year for you guys? Mm, that's a good question. It is a good question. Well, I'm, you know, 2014, let's see. I'm trying to think of the Rudy that we would want here. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, honestly, even like him going back to like his last year with the, the with jazz. you guys, you know, yeah. like, seeing like an average of 14 rebounds like it's just like he was so he was just a different player mm-hmm. um 15 points a game 14 rebounds a game like he really he really was just like a different felt like a very different yeah. person mm-hmm. uh and so i would love for him to get back to that i mean gosh if we could get back to like 1920 um or no no, 2018, 2019, Rudy Gobert. And that's fair, right? Like, Rudy, Rudy's, again, like, such an interesting player because, again, it's not, it's not the stats, and, um, uh, you know, we, we see him get cooked a lot, and yeah, that's what the national media picks up on. And, like, it feels like you have to really, like, when he's your player, you really have to, you know, like, I, I don't know if you guys ever heard about the, the screen assist controversy here in Utah, the... Uh, the radio play-by-play announcer really tried to make screen assist like a stat, because Rudy Gobert, um, actually a very good screener, right? Like, um, but it never, it wasn't like a pick and roll screen. It was like a screen that set up something else, um, and you know, like Jazz people kept track of that to keep Rudy happy. Like, hey, you know, I, I know you only scored four points today, but you had twenty screen assists. You know, that led oh. to eighty points or whatever, right? Um, yeah. And so, um, really- go ahead. About- screen assist is just even seeing the wolves today like they're setting two screens on the offense um which is different and certainly feels like um a way that they're trying to get rudy more involved in the in the offense um which is new compared to what we had seen all of last like last year. season yeah um so yeah we love the double screens at the top and hopefully hopefully that does get rudy yeah. yeah, just just to stay I mean stay stay engaged for those um thirty some odd minutes, right? Not to feel lost as as we talked about. Um, yeah, so I mean, so it sounds like um at the time, um, at least you guys were pretty happy with the trade, you know, knowing that the Timberwolves are, you know, it, it's nice knowing that your franchise hey is is putting forth the effort, like putting the chips into the middle. It may not work, but at least you put your chips in the middle, um, versus yeah. sitting on the sidelines, right? 
Um, uh, and um, uh, so that that was exciting for you guys. And, and now here we are, a year later, one one play uh, one preseason game in the books, and um, uh, you know the excitement is back. Rudy Gobert, you know a big three, you know in, in Ant, um, uh, Cat. Uh, you guys should have um, uh, you know um, Kyle Anderson back and uh, uh, Jaden McDaniel's yeah. right. So a uh, lot to lot to be excited about there. Um, you know, Mike Conley coming back for um, uh, another year. You know, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Is, is your backup point guard not, or is that somebody else? Uh, or is it oh, Shake Milton, isn't it? Shake Milton is your backup point guard. So um, probably we actually probably have kind of a, a few, few that they're like working through right now. But I would actually say it's probably Kyle Anderson. Yeah, slow mo. Slow mo is your backup point guard. Interesting. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, hey, who am, the Jazz are probably going to start Kelly Olynyk at point guard. Who knows? <laughs> so, um, all right. So, anyways, uh, that's good. I, 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 I just got curious, like, how to see, you know, a year later the, the Rudy Gobert impact, and it sounds like it's it's, it's fairly positive over on the Boiling's Pod. Um, so we have we have a few more minutes before um, uh, the Zoom call ends here. Um, let's talk to let's talk to tell the people why you decided to call your podcast the Boiling's. Okay, so the name actually comes from a WNBA player, um, Bria Hartley. I think she was on the Sun, the Connecticut Mm -hmm. Sun. Yeah. Might be injured, I'm not sure. But um, her son is around the WNBA so often that he refers to the Timberwolves as the boys' links. Mm. So So that's, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's where we got it. But then, you know, like so many sports are at least in – our communities in rural Minnesota, yeah, um, it's not uncommon for there to be like team names like the Lady Cougars or like the and instead of it just being the Cougars and things yeah. like that. So um, I don't know. We we just thought that that was it was just a cute name that really resonated with us and and something that we certainly see I guess in our communities. Yeah. And I mean, the links are. An amazing basketball team. Like, I mean, Minnesota's only dynasty. Yeah. Yes. Like, so. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I'm um, uh, like the way you two met. I'm um, uh, uh, was a really great story, and I don't want to spoil. You know, go. I mean, there's really four episodes of the Boy Links. You can get through them very quickly. Throw it on the yeah. car. Throw it on the gym. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, one of you also, um, has, has a claim to fame meeting, um, uh, I don't, I don't know if they, I, you know, if Utah claims, if I claim John Collins as a Utah, we'll claim Ken Jennings as a Utah too. Um, <laughs> a famous interaction with a Ken Jennings, a, a Jeopardy champion actually, uh, on the show. Like you might be the most famous person we've had on the show. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Angie, a celeb. Ooh, yeah, I, that was just, I mean, and Ken did, I think he grew up in Utah, so yeah, he is he, a Utah. He, he's, he's LES, and yes, uh, he's in like Seattle now, but yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was on Jeopardy, and then it's actually funny because they re-air them like a year, or like a few, you know, however long it's been, yeah. but mine actually re-aired today, and it was the episode where I talked about how I've named my cat Nas Reed. <laughs> All caps. Oh. <laughs> And and like Nas Reed is a player that I mean I know Jazz fans are like ooh maybe we can go get him and uh, you know Minnesota decides to lock him up and a very again Minnesota making some good moves uh, and I think sometimes we think just too we don't we don't see the big picture when you know we're like oh it didn't work this year then it must be a failure um, maybe this whole Minnesota thing was like all right go get Rudy this year and then the next two or three years we're gonna build like it wasn't supposed to be it wasn't supposed to be a move that really pushed Minnesota yeah. into the stratosphere in twenty twenty three. Um, I mean, I knew, and like the coaching staff certainly knew that, knew yeah. that it was going to take work. I mean, yep. it's a whole, it's totally new, right? And anything that's new like that is going to take time to work out kinks or spacing or whatever. And so, um, 
Yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm really glad to have um, uh, more women in the uh, sports podcasting space. Um, uh, I started listening to your podcast. I was like, wow, these, these ladies are great. Um, uh, you guys already, you know, again, you've only had four episodes or three or four episodes out now. Like your fourth episode is recording today, I guess. <laughs> um, tomorrow. Yep, and, then, and then um, uh, I listened like, well, these ladies already have a, a good sound. They have a good uh, rapport with each other. Um, uh, it's just one of those like, you're like, hey, just put a microphone in front of these girls and let them go. And, and you guys are great. And it's always like we, we had a couple of girls who did a jazz podcast. Or they unfortunately don't do it anymore. Uh, they were the jazz gals. But uh, a similar sound like, I mean, it's just, you know, I, this podcast is, I tell people, like, don't come here for scouting. Don't come here for, we, we come here, we kind of joke around a little bit. But we, we talk about, but it's, I listen to your podcast and I'm like, wow, I never would have thought about that topic in that way, you know? Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, it's, it's just nice to have other um, minds in in this podcast space so to, get, to get to hear uh, different views. Um, how do you guys feel like you're, you're doing in the podcast world right now? I mean, you're, you're, you're brand new baby bird. Yeah, so far so good. I mean, yeah, we I think it's we're both enjoying it. It's been yeah, fun to do and fun. we've gotten some nice feedback from people that have listened. Mm-hmm. So that's like a lot of women too. So that's like really nice for us to hear. Yeah. We're just trying to be a voice for the girls and yeah. I mean, like, I think one of the things that we talked about on our last episode was um just that we're building a community here, which is yeah. a nice outcome that we didn't necessarily expect. Like people just feeling like they're finding a place where they're just like talking basketball with their friends. And like, that's definitely what um, we love, but we also just love, yeah, that we're bringing a different voice to specifically the Timberwolves, but yeah, just to sports, um, sports in general in that way. Um, And we're just, yeah, having a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, And that's all. And you can hear it. It's a really easy to listen to you guys have already gotten, like, I think uh, one of you, uh, said you're like you're a marketing manager, so you kind of already know some of the stuff that you have to do to like market a podcast, and uh, and I think you're doing well. And I, I and now I can't remember the guy who uh, got me onto you guys. I put, I just went on Reddit, like, hey, I need I need to talk to some Timberwolves fans about this topic, and uh, so I want to thank him. So, you know, I'll see if I can find his handle here to give him a shout out as well. Um, shout out, shout yeah, out Reddit, Reddit, <laughs> yes, because uh, I I have been doing uh, this podcast for about three four years now. Um, and you know, I, I know that, um, uh, I know that, you know, starting a podcast, this is, this is something like, all right, you start doing it and then you start, you know, you just get better at it as you go. Um, and, yeah. and, you, and like I said, you sound or you sound already really good, you know, in your infancy. So I'm excited to see where you guys go in the, in the next little bit here. Um, and yeah, you know, you know, go, go, go after, um, uh, locked on Timberwolves. That's the, that's the goal I want, you, I want you to have for you ladies. Like go overtake yeah. the locked on Timberwolves podcast is, is, uh, my, uh, um consider it over <laughs> I can't for lock no, i'm just kidding shots fired <laughs> <laughs> uh but all right so like so um, i'm probably going to do a nba preview here in i don't know a couple weeks have something on but i my prediction for the wolves just off the hand right now probably i think top top three team in the west i, I feel like this year they really put it together now um, with with Rudy, Cat, and, and Ant, so I'm excited. Um, what do you guys think about the Jazz? Like, I mean, again, I mean, we might be a nothing burger to <laughs> to, to the pesky Timberwolves there. Um, uh, but where do you think the Jazz are in their development right now? Ooh, That's a good, good question. question. You know, we should have had an answer for this. Oh, I know. That. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Well, obviously, I feel like Walker Kessler is gonna still just be like crazy for you guys. We have Laurie Markkinen. Do you have him still? No. Yeah, we do. Yeah, um, uh, Laurie. Oh, okay, Laurie yeah. He just he, he just didn't play the last month of the year, but um, uh, yes, the Jazz still have Laurie. Yeah, that's like most, yeah. But he like was most improved last year. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
So that's um that's cool. And I mean Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson. I, mean, yeah. be, I don't know. I feel like you guys are gonna be kind of middle of the pack. Um LOL Wolves pack reference. But oh, um yeah, kind of middle of the road. Yeah. I guess oh Kelly Olenek. I hate him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kelly Olenek is again another one of these acquired taste players. We we actually had a conversation about him last night on the pod. We like know. him on your team. Yes, yeah, he yes. Loves having yeah. him on your team. Um, uh, and, yeah. and that's fair. Like I mean, the, uh, it's, it's okay that you guys didn't have an answer because you know there's a chance that Utah Jazz is not is a nothing burger to a lot of uh, fans out there, which which is you know is, is good information to have. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm in the Utah bubble, obviously, like where a lot of us are like, oh, you know, you guys have got to watch out for the Jazz. They're up and coming, right? Uh, but, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. maybe for a lot of fans, they're not, the Jazz are not up and coming. They're just kind of there until they are, right? Like, uh, you know, probably a few years that's ago. You... Well, that's how, yeah, that's exactly how we feel mm-hmm. about the Wolves. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. random. Yeah. Anthony Edwards, obviously, and Kat, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, they make waves. Uh, but I feel like for mm-hmm. so many of us, like, as Wolves fans, we're very used to being burgers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 then that I mean it's a small market thing, right? There's there's five yeah. there's five premier markets in the NBA, and then everybody else, and then the, the other twenty five teams, right? So, um, uh, nothing um uh, nothing different there. But um, I'm glad to you know, and, and again, I'm I'm glad to um be able to talk to you guys. Hey, maybe, maybe we can come come back on next time. There's a Wolf Jazz game. We can get on and talk to each other. Um, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, good luck this year to the Timberwolves. I'm, uh, uh, hope, um, I hope you guys enjoy uh, 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 maybe another Defensive Player of the Year award for Rudy. We'll see. Uh, get get a well, Rico Bear there. Jaden, one of them. We'd rather go to Jaden, but we want them to be duking oh, it out. Gotcha. Um, uh, Jaden yeah. McDonald does need one, um, or he, he he doesn't have one yet. Rudy has three of those, uh, just in this uh, trophy case. Uh, what's uh, what's next on tap for the Boilings podcast? Um, next, our next episode is going to be dropping tomorrow and we're doing just an initial game recap on our first preseason game. Um, but then coming up, I mean, all season long, we have some fun new segments. We're going to have some great guests, um, talking a little fashion, trivia, fashion, trivia, all of it. So much, honestly, we have so many fun ideas. So just stay tuned because we're just going to be keeping people on their little, um, on their toes. Yes. And so, yeah, that's great. Already, you guys already have segments and and stuff out. Again, you are on track to becoming a really good pod there. Um, uh, And as as you say on your pod, go to therapy. (laughs) Go to therapy. You might, you might, you, you might meet a good friend and future podcast hope because of it. Uh, because of yeah. uh, therapy, um, uh, I want to thank um, betonline.ag. Go there for all your betting needs. If you like to bet, uh, you know, sports bet. Uh, we're part of the Believe Network. Um, again, thanks to um, Anna and Angie uh, of the Boy Links podcast. You can uh, listen to them on Spotify. You can listen to them on the Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'm assuming just wherever you find podcasts, um, uh, go. Yeah. yeah, the Boy Links. Uh, because yeah. I'm, uh, there's too many Lady Cougars in, in the Minnesota area. We need the Boy Links <laughs> to survive. So. Um, um, this is the lady hitting the high notes uh, podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next time.